What's up, Olivia? And good morning to anybody and everybody that's listening or good evening, wherever you're at. Yeah, good, good day, evening, top, top of the whatever hour it is to you. Uh, Eric, how's it going? Pretty good. Um, this is my first layover recording in I don't know when. Uh, I really enjoy right. these random discussion ones, so I don't know why I don't do yeah. more of these. I think the last one you, was the last one you did the the monthly. Oh, movie that's right. Roundup. I forgot the monthly movie news. So roundup. I mean, it's that's been. Right. I mean, because it's we're recording this on August twenty eighth, so it's been almost a month for you. Yep, that's right. Yeah. So uh, and before that, I think the only before monthly movie news, I only I think I only ever did Christopher Nolan. Okay, um, gotcha. Because I haven't been watching any Marvel TV shows on Disney Plus or Star or anything on Disney Plus. I have it, <laughs> but I I finished mandalorian season one and that's the only thing i had on disney plus oh you need to you need to watch season two i heard season two is very good and unfortunately i think it spoiled it um it's uh, very hard to dodge those spoilers I was, yeah that's fair i mean it's not fair to you it's understandable that that was mm-hmm. that was spoiled for you but man um yeah but well welcome to this layover episode eric and everyone who's listening uh these are episodes that are a little less filtered and edited, I guess, is the best way to phrase that. I mean, we're we're just going to be kind of just having a conversation and we'll see where this goes. So today, Eric and I are talking about animation. Uh, animation is something that I think is one of the maybe biggest things we have in common as far as like yes. movies are concerned. I think so. So... I don't even know where to start. I mean, where I guess, start? I guess, Eric, Stop. what, go ahead. I was going to ask, why do you like animation? Okay. So why do I, I, so I don't know if you know this about me, but I like to, to draw and paint. And so uh, I can't remember if I've mentioned that before on the, on the podcast or not, but I, I'm just really kind of fascinated by it. Uh, I wish I, I made more time for it and I wish I was, more practice at it but I've always just been really interested in it and it was something that even as a little kid I was I was fairly good at for like whatever age I was at and you know growing up on like Disney movies especially the old ones like the old school ones where you can tell they're they're hand-drawn yes uh it's it's just always fascinating to me to see how they they do that and how they can you know, take a single drawing and turn it into, you know, a, a, a very cool scene or right. a, a whole movie or a TV show. So I think that's, that's where my fascination with it started. And I mean, since then, it's been really cool to see how it's evolved as technology has evolved. I mean, I remember watching Toy Story as a little kid and and i think that was the first that was the first cgi movie wasn't it i think so and, and i'm so, glad you mentioned the the hand drawn yeah. for cgi i'm sure we'll talk about that but that's and i'm glad you mentioned the evolution of animation because that is something that has changed drastically and i wish we could get more hand drawn animation is something that mainstream animation would go back to um, yeah there, of, there, these days is the overblown cgi that just doesn't look as as good as those old 90s yeah 
there's a there's an animated show that I haven't I think it's a actually might be a movie I can't remember I honestly don't remember because I haven't really looked into it but I've seen clips of it and it's an apple it's on apple tv plus and it's called wolf walkers I think and it's it's like that old school animation It, it looks really cool from what I've seen I just haven't sat down to watch it yet but that's that's one of the very few times I've seen that in recent years because everything else has been CGI of some sort. Yep. Uh, so, and then you have, I mean, you can't, especially today, like there's no way you can make an animated show or series or, or, or film without using a computer. It's just not quite, it's not that that classic like hand-drawn right. that, you, that you got to see all the time. Yep. Well, so, that's, that's very cool. I think kind of your uh, passion for animation is, is similar to mine. My, I, I love animation because it's, it's very nostalgic for me. I grew up on like mm-hmm. the Cartoon Networks and the Nickelodeons. Not as much Disney, really just mainly Disney, Dis- like the Pixar movies. But I was, re- I was really a Cartoon Network yeah. guy. So yeah, I well, was like Saturday morning cartoons um, with Toonami. Like that, uh, yeah. that, that's what was kind of my, that's all I watched was animation uh, cartoons growing up. So um, that's why it's nostalgic for me. And my grandpa, he was, he's an artist. That's how he made it. He made a, a living. Uh, he doesn't paint as much as he does as he used to, but um, seeing his art growing up as a child, I, I kind of wanted to be an artist as well, but I was terrible at it. So that I abandoned that passion <laughs> pretty quickly. Um, but animation is something that is kind of just stuck with me um mm-hmm. ever since i was a child i love watching anime um animated movies um whether it's from like pixar movies or from like japan is the other yeah. big kind of genre of movies that i watch <clears throat> well that's really cool about your grandfather i didn't i didn't know that that's awesome yeah. uh i think that yeah i think for a lot of people animation is pretty nostalgic I, especially if i feel i feel like for our generation because we really were the first generation to grow up with entire networks dedicated to to cartoons for kids cartoon network did you ever did you watch a lot of cartoon network growing up oh yeah for sure absolutely there were some i think a lot of the shows have come back um i think someone was mentioning to me the other day that uh one of the cartoon network shows i don't know if it's like you know remember foster's home for imaginary kids Oh yeah, I think someone said had that was on HBO Max. Might have been someone something else, but that movie, that show those, was amazing. Yeah, a lot of those Cartoon Network shows are because they it's owned by Warner Brothers, so oh. a lot of them are. Uh, I know, like, I'm pretty sure Foster's Home is on there. The Powerpuff Girls, um, I know, is on there, which was one of my favorite shows growing up. So yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those shows from that that network are on there which is really cool like foster's home that was one show that my brother and i would watch a lot and we would reference a lot blue Uh, was like one of the best coolest characters oh yeah blue was the best you just wanted to have a friend like blue um absolutely the other one that i i was big fan of was codename kids next door that was so good too that was another banger back in the day um like Cartoon Network, the stuff they had was like we were we were very fortunate in our generation. Like we grew up right in the prime. I think Cartoon Network. Not to say, um, not that some of the shows coming out today aren't as good, but I I have heard some of the shows coming out today are pretty like a. I heard Gravity Falls is a very good one. 
I've heard that's really good. It's got a, a I don't know if you know who she is. Chris Kristen Shaw is in it. Okay. Have you ever watched Bob's Burgers? I've I have not watched Bob's Burgers. Okay. I've heard that's very okay. good as well. It is really good. Uh, the, she so she's an actor. She voices Louise in Bob's Burgers, which is the the youngest of the Belcher kids with okay. the yep pink bunny ears. Yep, yep. So she's in it. She's in Gravity Falls, and I'm pretty sure. Um, what's his face from Star Wars is in it too. Uh, Luke, what is it? Oh my, Mark gosh. Hamill. Mark oh, Mark is. Hamill. Yes, he, he, Mark he, Hamill. His anime, his voice acting is his voice acting is very impressive. Um, yes. Now that you mentioned it, it, it is very. I think our, our backgrounds are our our childhoods were like Cartoon Network. Then we had like the Teen Titans and the Justice League, Batman animated shows, which we grew up. I Beauty. guess yeah, in our teenage years, that's what we got. And then as we were becoming young adults, um, we just we were so spoiled with all these amazing TV shows growing up. And I wish we would get back to them. That's why I loved Invincible so much. It reminded me yeah. of, of like the old Justice League or Batman animated series. Um, yeah. It also reminded me of a uh, static shock in that oh, sense of yes, like this guy is getting awesome. his character, his, his abilities for the first time and is trying to figure them out. Right. Uh, static shock is so good. I wish they would make a static movie. Cause I think they are making one. Are they? For some reason, I think Michael B. Jordan is statue. Okay, I, I was going to say, I, I feel could like be Michael very B. Jordan. Wrong. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they are making one. But that's that's an interesting discussion. So we touched on Cartoon Network. And, of course, mm-hmm. we everybody knows Disney and Pixar. What's going on? What's, what are your opinion on these live, live action adaptations of, of these properties? I, I don't love them. Like... I think we talked about this the last time we recorded, which will come out, I think, after this is released. Mm-hmm. So it'll it feels like we're backtracking, but we're jumping ahead if you're going by our episode release releases. So they're they're fine. I don't really care that much about them. The only one that I got really excited about was Beauty and the Beast, but that's because I think for a really long time, a lot of people had been like, if they ever do a live action Beauty and the Beast, Emma Watson needs to play Belle. And like she did, and I think she did great as Belle. Excuse me. But I also really like Emma Watson. I I think that they're fine. I don't really care for them. The more that come out, the less I am intrigued by them. Right. I'm fine with like reimagining characters. So like like Cruella, right? Like that yes. the one with Emma Stone. That that's a that's a villain origin story. You're reimagining that character in a in a way that you you've never seen before. And I liked it and I think it worked. Beauty and the Beast, it doesn't really it's it's almost more similar to the Broadway version than the the animated movie that we saw from 89 88 whenever that movie came out and so because you get to learn more about about the beasts and he like he gets his own song right and so i don't know i never saw the lion king because everyone i know 
So yeah, they was, said it was like copy and paste, right? And then yeah, it's except, just CGI. So yeah, and not when even they really sing, live action element to it. It's really CGI. Yeah, which is which is weird. That was a weird argument of like whether or not it's CGI or or yeah. whatever it's animated or or live action. It's like it's it's CGI. Did you watch? But, um, I feel like the one that kind of really started it was did Cinderella really start that? E- disney live i think action. it did i think it did and i haven't seen it okay i heard that one i mean rob stark is in it right he plays the prince it's uh richard is, madden i it, believe is it richard madden? oh does he play the prince now i'm gonna uh, look, hold on i'm gonna look it up because but now uh, I'm, I'm i know i'm not one for the disney princess movies but i heard i have heard that cinderella and beauty and the beast are pretty solid movies uh, or look, the the live action versions are pretty solid. There was another one. Oh, that there was I heard, a Jungle I, Book. Jungle Book. There was this Which other I one. I liked. I heard I that liked was really the good. Jungle as well. Book. Yeah. So so Cinderella. Richard Madden is in it. He plays a, the prince. Lily James is in James. it. Kate Blanchett plays a stepmother. Helena Bonham Carter plays a fairy godmother. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård is in it too, which I didn't know. I did not know this cast was. Is in he it. the guy Haley from Big Atwell Little Lies? Is in it. That's Alex, or is that Alexander? I get them. The That's Alexander. Stellan is in. He's in Thor. He's in the first two Thor movies. Ah, uh, okay. He's in Goodwill Hunting. He's in Mamma Mia. He's in. I mean, Stellan's the dad. He's the dad of all the Skarsgårds. Oh, the old guy. Got it. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, older gentleman. Okay. Yes. Well, um, there was another one that I think was. Did you watch Pan? No. I heard that one was very bad. I think I, Hugh Jackman looked like a like he was like cosplaying it. It didn't look very good at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay, here's the thing. I don't care that much for Peter Pan. I have a friend who loves Peter Pan, okay. but I just I have zero interest in Peter Pan or that story. Seems mm-hmm. a little weird and creepy to me. Yeah, I, we could yeah. make that argument for most. Yes. So. I think this kind of this discussion kind of brings me to another reason why I love animation so much. It, it's kind of like an avenue to, to tell a story that you that would not otherwise be told through like live action. Like it's, yeah. it's a lot of the stories that are in animation, like I think a good example of that is like Shrek. Can you imagine there being like a live action Shrek? And no, because they made it they made it into a Broadway musical. Did you know that? Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I've watched it. It's funny. It's fine. It's no, it's not the same as the movie, obviously, because mm. it's a musical. But no, you can't, you can't tell that story mm-hmm. in, in a live action format. Yep. Like, you just can't. But Shrek is so funny and so good. And the, Shrek is really fascinating that you brought that one up because there's so many things that happen behind the scenes and it's honestly amazing that we got that version that we got. Right. Yeah. So it just, it's so good. I man, Shrek's so good. And Mike Myers wasn't originally supposed to, to voice Shrek. It was Chris Farley, but he had, he had passed away after. Wow. Yeah. He, you can, you can go to YouTube and find this. There are, there's, he had already recorded some of the like some of the lines. I don't remember how much he had already recorded before he died. We had already recorded a lot of the lines before 
before he had died. And so when Mike Myers came in, he was like, especially as Mike Myers worked with Chris Barley on SNL. And so he was like, I don't want to come in and do the same thing as, and it's a different, I mean, you can hear the lines. It feels very different. So Mike Myers came in and was like, I'm going to do this, this accent. And I mean, it was great. And it sounded, I mean, I've seen where people are like, it's basically just his fat bastard character from Austin Powers. Yeah. And it, I mean, it kind of is, it's the same accent. Uh-huh. So yeah. that, excuse me, that was from DreamWorks, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. DreamWorks has a lot of, of good animated movies. Um, I don't think yeah. a lot of people get credit for give them credit for. I think that, I mean, was that not where Madagascar and like Kung Fu Panda came from? Yeah. So Madagascar, Kung Fu Panda, Shark Tale, like, a lot yeah shark tail now here's kung fu panda kung fu panda is like not even like the animation bias that i have is is it legitimately those three movies are incredible like kung fu panda 2 is like yeah. one of the best just movies i think of all time it's i have it's, they only are seen the first good. one oh really you have so to watch okay. kung fu panda 2 like kung fu panda 1 is a very good introductory story to poe and the gang but kung fu panda 2 like it's actually like the story element of it is mm-hmm. is is like so good for what you would expect from an animated DreamWorks movie. Like Kung Fu Panda Two is a very very good movie. Cinema. Well, and I think it, like okay, Kung Fu Panda. You couldn't tell that story exactly. Yep, that's another one. In live action, like it would it would just be sure you could make it CGI and kind of like go Jungle Book and Lion King on it if you really wanted to. But I don't think it would still have it wouldn't have the same comedic effect or even even fight scenes would not be as yes, cool you know yes. and, and and if you you made them human characters instead of animated anthropomorphic animals it it wouldn't be as funny or ridiculous right. like there yeah it being an animated movie and a lot of these movies we're talking about that adds so much so many like storytelling layers to it and another thing that I really like about anime movies is like whether it's before or after looking at the cast of these anime movies, like, oh my mm-hmm. God, that's so-and-so was voicing that person. Like for how Miyazaki, probably like the most recognized Japanese animated or animation director, writer, mm-hmm. like his West American voice casts for a lot of his movies are loaded. Stellar. Yeah. Yeah. I think of like Howl's Moving Castle. I think it had, Christian Bale was who who played Hal. And I'm pretty sure it was something like let me look. He, and Joseph Gordon Levitt has been in a couple of his movies. I mean, it it gives like these actors like kind of uh like an opportunity to like play characters that they wouldn't play normally and use their voice to to tell a story that uh Yeah. So so in Hal's Moving Castle alone, it has Christian Bale Lauren Bacall, who is, who is a very famous actor way back in the day, did a lot mm-hmm. of stuff with like yep. um, Bogart and anyway. It has um, Blythe Danner, who also we know her from Meet the Parents. She yep. plays the mom in Meet the Parents. Oh, Meet the Parents. Emily Mortimer. So good. Yeah, Emily Mortimer, Josh Sutcherson, Billy Crystal, Jenna Malone. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's got a stacked cast. It's forward. it's really fun to see those those hot like these are like Hollywood A listers. Yeah. Doing yeah. movies like that or or in movies like that. 
Um, because for for those Japanese movies specifically, they come out in Japan, like the, the ones in the past, they came out in Japan well before they came out in America. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming a lot of these actors who are doing these roles, they had seen the movie and the Japanese, uh, the dub before they even decided they're like, oh, that's a role I want to do. And that, that's what I think is a very interesting element to it. Yeah, which which is kind of a fascinating element because how often can you see a movie in its entirety yeah. before deciding, yes, I want to do this movie, right? right? Like, like yeah. that, that doesn't happen ever. And I don't, I can't, I don't know another time in which that would happen unless it's, it, you know, it's a foreign movie and they're dubbing it in English or, yeah. or vice versa, right? Like right. when an, an American movie is, is going exactly. to other countries. Yeah, so, and it says a lot when there's actors like Christian Bale. I think The Wind Rises is another one. With, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays the main character in that. And mm-hmm. that is a crazy, another crazy ensemble cast. And there's so many movies like we could ring off. But um, Japanese or Japanese animated movies and TV shows is, is like my passion. Um, I think that's another thing that's a very interesting um, dynamic between Japan and America is in Japan, you have these the storytellers like how Miyazaki's like, you know, their names. And but for America, for animated movies, for whatever reason, I couldn't name you one director or writer of like any of the movies that we just read off. Um, well, so I think for a lot of I, I so they're the I feel like for America, the movies that come out are more specific to the studios, whereas in Japan, yes. they're specific to a certain person like, you know, that is so that movie that came out is that anime movie is attached to so-and-so's person. Yeah. Whereas in America, it's more holistic as a studio. I think so. So the, the older Disney movies. So, so like the, the jungle book, uh, the Aristocats, like the older ones that came out in, in kind of the, the, what is dubbed the golden era of Disney. Mm -hmm. Those have like the same directors uh, and, I'm thinking like Ron, what is his name? Ron Clements. I, I, part of the reason why I know his name is because it's literally my last name with an S at the end. Yeah. And so anytime I see my, because my, I, my last name is not super common. So anytime I see it, I'm like, oh, there's my last name. Right. I wonder if there's any relation, <laughs> even though it's not, it's spelled with an S at the end. But he, he was one of those guys who, was pretty consistent in in disney for a while but that has shifted since uh i think probably since the 90s Mm -hmm. right so like like i don't and and i don't think there's quite the appreciation at least in america of animation so so i think that and that's this is something i see a lot is people write off animation animation as a kid thing well it's just it's just for kids mm-hmm. when there I, I listen to this podcast and I, I can't think what it's called i'll have to look it up but it literally goes through the history of animation and how it kind of got started and like how it got to where we are today and it animation literally started as something geared towards adults yeah because it would play like they would almost be like little commercials before a movie started like silent film started and it would be commercials and ads aimed towards adult or aimed towards adults. And so that's, that's kind of how it got started. And, and 
it has since evolved into being like this kid thing. And, and I think that there are some like Cartoon Network and the people over over there are like, no, it's not just for kids. We have Adult Swim, right? So yeah. Cartoon Network turns into Adult Swim and and at night. And so they have a bunch of animated shows for adults. Now, some of them are ridiculous, like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> insane show what is what is even that show but then you've got shows like again family family guy is insane too but you've got like the simpsons and family guy king of the hill wait king of the hill Hill. yeah that's one yeah futurama futurama um you know bob's burgers you've got these shows that are for adults like the simpsons i think is a show and bob's burgers i think that those two shows in particular you could probably watch with kids Mm-hmm. like old maybe like teenage like middle school high school age kids without it being like oh whoa maybe not maybe not appropriate but you're not like, watching south park as a 10 year old well you I, actually might be you might you be might watching. be i think a lot of people are <laughs> yeah actually yeah i think we actually did <laughs> i think thinking we about did. it but uh, th- that is a very good point that the the popularity and appreciation of animated movies over here in the Western Hemisphere is not as much as it is over in like Japan, um, where like if you look, I, I'm, I'm completely making this up. But like if you look at the box office movies for Japan, mm-hmm. like total box office, like <laughs> a lot of them are animated movies like Spirit Away I, is, was the number one movie in Japan for I don't know how long. Yeah. Um, and there are other animated movies over there, there as well. And the creators of them are like the Steven Spielbergs mm-hmm. and the George Lucases of the industry over there. And I, th- I always found that as an interesting dynamic and bringing up the, the point about how it's not appreciated as much over here. And that's why you see animated movies over here in the U.S. They're more synonymous with studios instead of specific creators. and artists. Right. I mean just we were just doing we just did that earlier when we were talking about you know shrek and madagascar and and kung fu panda you were like those are those are all dreamworks exactly because it's easier for us to do that because i can sit here and and rack my brain about like who directed those movies and i'll look it up and be like oh yeah it was that that was that person but i'm not gonna know that off the top of my head right right it's not it's not as as like prevalent as it is with like your when you like saving private Ryan, you know, saving private Ryan was Steven Spielberg movie. Right. So, so you, and I don't know, I'm not expecting you to know the answer to this question. I'm just curious what your thoughts are. So what do you think, like, what do you think is the reason or or maybe some reasons why that, like why there's that, that big, huge difference in like, you know, Japan versus America. Right. Yeah. I think, I think over there, I think the story storytelling through animation was I think always up there with live action. It wasn't like a backseat. Like they were like the animated movies come out over there as much as they do like live action movies. And they're promoted uh, like they're on the scale mm-hmm. of a live action blockbuster movie. And um, I think that's just a storytelling avenue that has always been prevalent over in Japan. And that's why the storytellers are, through the animated movies are so popular. Like, like the Hao Miyazaki's. I could go on like makoto shinkai's there there's so many uh, incredible f- film creators and it's a uh, it's interesting because there's one of one of i think the movie i think actually passed spirited away a couple of years ago but i don't know if you heard the movie called your name 
Okay, it's on my watch list. Yes, I, I I absolutely you, you want to, to watch it. You have it. to watch it's, it. It's not you streaming anywhere, it. and so I think I just need to like, you know, spend yeah. the four or five bucks. I think it's like four or five dollars. I had, rent. I had, I like to tell the story because I have, I have this one friend. He doesn't watch anything. He's not like he's not in a Japanese animation, anime, anything like that at all. Like he's pretty average. He's not even a big movie fan. And I was like, dude, you have to watch it. He was looking for a movie to watch with his wife. I was like, dude, you have to watch this. And he's like, this looks like something that is a complete joke. I'm never going to watch this. And he ended up watching it and he loved it so much. He ended up buying the Blu-ray. And that's like one of three movies he owns now, (laughs) Um, which I'll tell you the name. I won't name drop him, but I'll tell you his name afterwards. And you'll think it's pretty funny. But oh, that that movie is. is 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 very like it's it's one of my favorites and JJ so of course I think uh, I guess is JJ is he with Paramount um I, I can't remember what studio it is but whatever studio or is he with he has his own studio Bad Robot I think but yes uh, Bad Robot is his they're one of the big studios in him they're doing a live adaptation of Your Name and the thing that makes Your Name that made your name so popular in Japan specifically and is kind of central to the story of it is there's a lot of Japanese culture. There are things specific to Japanese culture that mm-hmm. help tell that story. So it's going to be when they do the Western adaptation of it, I, it is just no way that it's going to be good at all. And that's how it is with a lot of Japanese movies. Like they like, like how it is over in America, the stories our American culture, just like how over mm-hmm. there that they have Japanese culture ingrained in them. But that movie is a very good one. I, I think it did surpass um, Spirited Away as like with the most popular movie in Japan. Which is really saying something because Spirited Away, that's a movie that that even if, if you aren't super familiar with Japanese anything really, mm-hmm. that's a movie that most... I, I would say right. a lot of people in America, maybe not most, but a decent amount of people in America yes. would be like, yeah, I've, I've at least heard of it, even mm-hmm. if they don't know anything about it or, or anything like they that. Seen they, the, they know the movie poster. They yes. Know, yeah. They know like, I think it's like, uh, I think it being, I think, I don't know if the history of that movie, did it get popular before or after the, when it got nominated for best picture? I know that was like, wait, did it even get nominated for best picture? I felt like it did. But that was a huge feat, and um, and I think that probably helped out with population of the or the popularity of it over here in the states. But yeah, Spirited Away. That is, I actually watched that last night because I was like, "Oh, we're recording an animated movie episode tomorrow," so I was like, "Why not watch one of the best and my favorite anime movies of all time, favorite ones of all time?" So I watched that last night. And it still still holds up very well. And that's the thing nice. with animation. Animated movies, they stand like a very well animated movie stands the test of time. Like mm-hmm. you can go back and watch like a movie like Akira that came out way back when and you would have thought it came out like two years ago. Yeah, that. OK, I'm glad you brought up that movie because first, wait, before we move on, Spirited Away did win Best Animated Feature okay. at the Oscars. So okay. that was in 2003. Uh so, no, I'm glad you brought up that movie because I watched, that was one of the movies I watched in, in, in sh- like the shutdown that we experienced oh, okay. last year. Nice, nice. So it was, it was one of those movies that I've, I've seen a lot of people talk about and reference on like social media. And so I finally sat down and said, okay, I'm going to watch this movie. 
And you are absolutely right. It feels because it came out in the eighties, right? Yes, I think eighty four is when okay. it came out. Yeah, you could watch that movie, and you would think this this came out recently. Yeah, because there's so much that feels very like very prevalent in the story in that movie. Yep, yep. Yeah, and the animation that that hand drawn animation is when it's done right and well. Like it's oh, will, yeah. it will stand the test of time. Like Akira is going to be a movie that that we watch for a very long time, and it's not mm-hmm. going to feel dated at all. And that's that's no. an advantage that animated movies have over live action is like you can tell like like instantly like a fifties movie is going to be black and white. Uh, whereas yeah, like it's like color is color. So like back in the eighties, like a well animated movie like Akira, you can watch it in twenty twenty, and it's going to be as good as it was. Techno, like mm-hmm. technologically wise as it was back then because it was so well animated yeah well so so while we're talking about you know japanese movies and shows and, and just kind of the, mm-hmm. the idea of anime how do you like like what do you think about I, it seems like there has been a, a surge recently in the past few years right. of of people just being really into anime, which is really yeah, cool. It is so awesome to see. And so, how, like, what are your thoughts on that? Are you excited about that? Yeah. Or, or like, I think, what, just tell me your thoughts. I think it's pretty awesome to see because anime, along with like Cartoon Network and the Adult Swim, and the Adult Swim is like where I saw like a lot of anime growing up, like yeah. Dragon Ball Z's, New Naruto's. Um, I think it's pretty awesome to see like a lot of people like like getting into it because there was like this stigma like five to ten years ago like anime like Mm -hmm. there was like this nerd stigma attached to anime but now it's so prevalent in pop culture Mm -hmm. that like it's 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 like it's it's in mainstream and and in mainstream like media it's so cool to see it and you have like pop like celebrities and like and that's what that's very cool to see as you grow up you have people like our age like becoming like celebrities and athletes is what i think of it is 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 the is is the example i see the most is like you have people at like our our age that grew up with this stuff and they're like that's what they grew up with is like anime and like they they flaunt it and they they kind of that like they use that as like their personality and i think it's it's really cool and that really um i think any publicity is good publicity right so that's going to give people who want to tell these stories more opportunities um so i think it's pretty awesome to see and uh it's it is really cool to see especially on twitter like whenever a new anime comes out everyone's on the timeline is talking about it It starts trending like Mm -hmm. any other topic and there's not like that stigma like that was attached to it like it was 10 years ago yeah there there was this like stigma of it being nerdy or lame or you're a loser if you if you liked it and and i think that that's probably the case for anything that at any point has been dubbed nerdy yeah exactly like like like, com- like marvel com- comics. like superhero yeah, movies yeah, superhero. and comics like those those at one point were dubbed nerdy and lame if you were into it you were a geek and a loser right yeah. but now nerd culture is mainstream <sighs> yes. and everyone's into it and all that has to do with the mcu and the actors who are in the mcu and that kind of thing but anime specifically for I, I i would say that when we were in middle school like when our people our age were in middle school it was 
lame. Not yes. that many people were into it. Or you never told anybody like, like yeah. you kept that. You're not going like, dude, did you watch so-and-so the episode? So-and-so last night? you're not just like saying that out loud for everybody in the world to hear. Exactly. You, you talked, Be- you confided in it with yourself and you talked about it with the circle of friends that you trusted. And that was, yes. It. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think you mentioned Toonami and Toonami, I think is really an underrated and underappreciated segment that Cartoon Network mm-hmm. released because it did introduce so many animes anime yes. shows to western yes. culture western kids you know mm-hmm. that that was the first time i had seen dragon ball z and naruto and while i'm not well versed in anime in any capacity i do remember watching those shows i do remember my brother and i at one point being super into dragon ball z to the point where I would like draw the characters yeah and yes. and we would play the video games i there was i don't even remember <clears throat> excuse me i don't remember which dragon ball z game it was but my brother and i spent hours playing that game because that we were so into so it, awesome. it was so cool right yeah and it's 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 like at this where it's mainstream now like you mentioned where it is cool to like those shows and i think it is pretty cool to see people enjoying those stories because it gives like it, it gives the opportunities for people who want to tell those stories to to expose their stories um, to mainstream audiences. And there are so many amazing uh, anime shows coming out. Um, I think one that I don't know if you've ever explored this avenue of genre or genre is the sports anime. I've heard that's a genre fascinating is, genre. Is, it's incredible. Like there are there are so many good like there's like there's one called haikyuu it's a volleyball one. is that the volleyball one it's on netflix i believe actually okay it is so... it, i have no interest in volleyball at all like i'll play <laughs> it at like family picnics and stuff but like i don't have any experience at playing in a formal setting or even with my friends or anything like that like it's it's irrelevant in my life volleyball but oh, my investment in that tv show <laughs> is something else entirely i don't know what it is about it but credit to the to the voice actors and the creators of that show but that is one that if, especially if you're a volleyball player or even any kind of team or play or athlete in a team setting that's a tv show anybody that as an athlete I, I think would would uh would love well and i think that 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 can kind of hit on two different things right so like animation and sports i mean you you and i are both really into sports mm-hmm. and so we get really invested in sports and our, our specific teams or players. And so that kind of is a perfect marriage. And so yes. it does, it's not really surprising to me that you're, you're invested in it. Cause if it's a good story, it doesn't really matter what the sport is. Right. Right. That's true. So it's, it's funny that you brought that one up because I, so I, as you're well aware of, I'm a therapist. And so when I see certain clients that are, a lot of the time they're like younger college students or high school students that are really into anime. They bring mm. up that one. Like, I think I've, so I've heard good. about that one more than I've heard about any other. Yes. I think it's, anime. it's definitely one of the, not even just sports ones, but just like in all of anime, it's very popular. Um, and it, it is on Netflix, I believe. And okay. it's, it is very, it's, it's awesome. I, I would think nice. that is one you would appreciate and enjoy. Okay. Um, there's another one. And this is one of my favorites. Um, it's called there's two of them it's basket there are two basketball ones that are very good i think both of them are on netflix well one of them i know is on netflix there's one but there's this one that's i believe came out in like the 80s it's called slam dunk 
um it's it's i mean it, a lot of these animes they start out as manga they're they're manga adaptations yeah so. this one was slam dunk and this author he's like seen as as a, as a god in japan his name is takuhiko inoue and he had he created this story called slam dunk and he took and he took his like love and admiration for basketball and made it into this amazing story um in japan that takes place in japan in the in the japan like their high school students um growing up and discovering their love for basketball and basketball wasn't popular in japan until like i guess like kobe bryant i think kobe bryant was someone who made basketball super popular in japan Mm -hmm. so kobe kobe was a huge inspiration for that story and the author himself he just loved basketball so slam dunk it it was an anime as well it was all right but that one is is more of a manga that I would recommend to people to wa- or to read. And there's a movie coming out of it. And like the the hype for that movie is just absolutely insane right now because um, that movie came, or that TV show came out back in like the 90s. And basketball has become so so popular in Japan. Yeah. That that hype the hype for that movie is insane. So, and that one is like <laughs> here's a thing that's another characteristic of these sports anime movie or shows. And movies is like some they're very like insane, like pretty much have superpowers. A lot of these athletes like it's like it's not realistic <laughs> at all. Sure. But this one yeah. is grounded in reality, like Haikyuu as well. Like they don't have yeah. like, they're not like in- insane athletes that that are not realistic. So this one is well grounded in reality. And there's this other one called Kuroko's Basketball. You probably heard of that. I don't know if you've heard of that one. It, like it, that one no. is a fun one where like okay. they have like insane hand eye coordination. It's just like unrealistic like they have these godly basketball skills but that's like more of a guilty pleasure one but nice. IQ I mean, is one and slam dunk is an, is another classic basketball and not, yeah and there's just so many more there's baseball ones there's football ones it's it's pretty it, there's so many different stories over there that yeah so i've i've like recently in the past probably a couple of years have, have heard about the sports anime genre yeah. which i think is fascinating uh, but I mean, again, I think it just kind of mar- like marries these two really incredible things together and we get to see that play out because how many times have we, you know, watched a sports movie and just gotten really invested in that movie, yes. right? Like yep. it's, so it makes sense that that would be something really popular. Um, and also I think that there are so many like professional athletes that the way that they play, it feels kind of godlike. Like You're watching right. Kobe Bryant, yes, like yes. as it, we were very fortunate to get to grow up watching him play. So like, it's kind of godlike. Same for like Michael Jordan clips, like mm-hmm. godlike. Uh, I know you're not a LeBron fan, but yes, no yeah. one can deny his right. talent. He's a, he's a superhero. He's a super. Oh, yeah, all of especially them to like these young kids that are growing up. So it is. Yeah. It's, it's a very fun medium to to tell a story. Um, but yeah, I, I would recommend Haikyuu for sure to you specifically because I know okay. you're a big sports fan. I think that's a story you would appreciate. And uh, there's there's so many great ones. And Netflix, there it's prevalent on on streaming sites nowadays like Netflix and HBO Max mm-hmm. um, and Hulu. It's so easy to get access to these animated stories, whereas in the past you really you had to pirate it or go to like Crunchyroll or something. Right. Yeah. Well, so that's another, that's another thought I had of like, how do you feel about these streaming services releasing their own mm-hmm. an- anime? Like Netflix, I know has released a couple of their own. 
something you Isaac and I have you Isaac and I have talked about is um those story the those Star Wars stories oh, that, are, yeah. that are all oh, taking inspiration so from good. yeah right. so like how do you feel about think, these these streaming platforms doing their own anime I think for Netflix I think uh, some of them are actually I've heard are very good I don't know I might have watched one and it was all right and I think they need to 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 be successful they need to to know the they need to know like they need to get the right creators behind it like they can't sure. they can't just get like some random person off the street and tell them to go animate it because i think they have done that before in those stories <laughs> can you just, imagine <laughs> just been so trash um pretty much have done that before um but i think when they have the right creators involved like it it will it'll be like just like any any other as if it was created yeah. in japan um, yeah, and I think it's it's good for Netflix to get involved because they have the money, and oh I, yeah, it goes back. To, it gives people the opportunities to, to tell their stories um, through through new platforms. I think the Disney one is is going to be. I'm so excited for that because there are names that I know from Japan that are attached to that, and I know that mm-hmm. the stories they've told and the movies and TV shows they've done before are like they're like staples in Japan. So I'm super excited for that to for them to go to give to for them to get the opportunity to tell the, the star wars story to western audiences and people all over the world and kind of yeah. give them that exposure that they they haven't gotten over here before which i think will be very awesome like there's one there's one uh studio that is involved with um with the star wars disney plus show that every tv show and animated movie they've done has been incredible and their animated animation style is very distinct. So, like the minute mm-hmm. I saw it in the trailer, I'm like, oh, that's from Studio Trigger. Like, because the animators. What's the studio called? Studio Trigger. They've done things like okay. Promare, um, Gurren Lagann. It's they have a very distinct animation style. It's very, okay. it's exaggerated. It's almost like the kind of. It's very similar to like Spider Man into the Spider Verse. It's very exaggerated. And oh, colorful. okay. Yeah, you've yeah. definitely seen it before. You probably saw this clip the cuts of it in the trailer yeah it, it it was the one with i think it looked like a sister and a brother were fighting okay yeah yeah, 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 that, yeah that's yeah. The, i was like oh my god that, that it's gonna be so good and okay um yeah it, i think it's awesome personally what do you think about it yeah i think it's i i i agree with you i i think that it's really it's been really fascinating to watch society just embrace anime and and just that style of of animation and so i think it would be really stupid on a business end for these studio like these Mm -hmm. these streaming services to not get in involved in that the the star wars one specifically i'm super pumped for and i think we'll have to do a layover episode on that For for sure for sure uh because I know that all of us like Star Wars and, you know, you and I are really into animation, whereas I don't think Isaac is, I don't think he's against it. I just don't think it's like, he doesn't care about it quite in the same right, way right, that you and right. I do, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so yes, we'll do a layover episode over it, but I, I'm, I'm just really excited to see how these different studios, you know, tell these stories and expand that universe and, I don't know. I've I feel kind of like an outsider. Like I'm like 
on the outside looking in to the window of the the party everyone is in as far as anime is concerned because i i just haven't really gotten into it and it's uh, yeah it's not because i don't want to it's it's just i know a lot of it is a huge commitment like how many episodes does naruto have it has 500 500 yes and so the idea of taking that on feels so daunting and i a lot of people have been like you just gotta you just gotta go for it just pick one dive in watching anime is i that i 100 agree and i've heard that from a lot of my friends it's like like where do you even start like that's the thing where do you even start and i think i wrote like a I wrote like a, I don't know if it ever got posted to the website. I wrote an article about like anime start watching. And actually I'm going to pull that up as well. But um, yeah. where do you even start? Because like, it's not as big as time commitment as you would think, especially if it's like not an ongoing series, like one mm-hmm. piece is like almost is about to hit a thousand episodes, which yeah, is. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. <laughs> that was another one that was on Toonami. I remember yes, watching one piece yeah. a little bit, but it, cause it was one of those things where I was like, well, the, I'm just going to watch it. It's cartoons. And I'm, right. I flipped it on. And I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm very interested. Yeah. But, but it uh, was one of those things I never continued. Yeah. It's, it's crazy uh, because you don't know where to start and it is, it is a big time commitment, but you just have to know which series um, to watch. Like I think of one, it's not even, it's avatar. Like that, yeah. I think that's like what, 60 episodes maybe, or is it more it's, than that? I don't know. I don't think it's that if it is more than that, it's not that much more because there's only three seasons of it. And so, but that, yeah, that's a really popular one. Again, that was another show that I think people our age either grew up watching and were super into it or they didn't watch it because they felt like it was nerdy or lame. And then as adults, everyone has gotten into it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, did you did you watch Legend of Korra? I did. I love Legend of Korra. I I don't know if it's a hot take, but I might have enjoyed it more than Avatar. I would say that is a hot take, but I don't hate it. Yeah, I I really liked it. I I watched it. I think I've mentioned this before. I watched it with two of my friends who are now married, and because I just like we discovered that we all really liked avatar uh-huh. and so we we watched avatar all the way through in college and then we watched legend of Korra together and they did not like legend of Korra. they thought Korra was the character was like yeah they didn't like yeah. the character they thought she was was whiny and not as cool as ang and i was like she's not the same person right. as ang you yeah. can't you can't compare them that's like I don't know to me that's like saying well luke and ray are different characters like like they're yes. they're ray's just whiny and she just wants to and it's like they're different characters they're not the same person it's not like this is a different i i guess technically cora is a different version of the avatar right right but still there there are avatars that are were not good avatars yeah if you get yep. into that lore Anyway. I, I loved I loved it because I loved when Toph came back. When Toph Cor- is <sighs> Toph is the coolest. Oh my god, she's the best. She is one of the yeah in the OG Avatar. She's definitely I agree one of the best characters ever. And then 
seeing her come back in Legend of Korra. I had no idea she was coming back in Legend of Korra. When, when, I didn't know that when either. Found her in the for- when Korra found her in the forest, I was like, oh my god, that's tough. Like, I couldn't, uh, it, was, it was so awesome. It was very nostalgic hit for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I loved when they like, they they brought back a little a little bit of They didn't rely the... on that old cast. Yes, like, this was and I appreciate story. that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Man, Toph Toph is probably one of my favorite characters of all time. She she has so many good lines. She she is so funny. Yeah. It would make me laugh so much whenever she would say like it's over there and they would look and she's like I can't see anything. I'm blind, guys. Right. That's she she is comic comedic relief done right. Like I wouldn't even say oh, she's yeah. comedic relief because that that's just her character. I Oh yeah, I like, think uh, it's good comedic relief when you don't call it comedic relief. Like she's right. that is her character is like Sokka was was for sure the the comedic relief. <laughs> right, that's right. But but she had some of the best lines that were just yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. so I I did write an article out here called anime recommendations for first time viewers, and I give let's see here four anime recommendations and i already recommended hike actually i i broke it down by like questions and i asked do you like sports or a good underdog story and then i wrote a little bit about haikyuu um, nice and haikyuu was the one that i recommended for that it is streaming on netflix and crunchyroll so netflix for you probably i don't think you're a crunchyroll subscriber um i am not and uh let's see what else okay this is one that i think a lot of viewers will fall into this category do you like superhero stories like the Avengers, X-Men, Umbrella Academy, and the boys? If you do, I would recommend, this is one of my favorite ones. It's currently ongoing, and it's not a big-time commitment because it's broken down into seasons. And it's called My Hero Academia. You've probably heard of it. Yeah. It yeah, is. Absolutely. It's probably, it's like the one right now for this generation of kids growing yeah. up. It's their like Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. But it is, it, anybody can watch it, adults mm-hmm. and kids alike. But that is one that is it's 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 very X-Men like there's like it's a superhero base, superhero, superpower based society. Everyone has superpowers. They're called quirks. And like there's this I think it's one or two percent of these people don't are born without superpowers. So they're the minority. Like they don't have the superpowers. And the main so character kind of role reversal, right? That, that it's a little inverse compared to what yes. we normally see. Right. And it's very reminiscent of like sky high, the old X-Men classic movie or the old X-Men TV show with like the, with the classic anime tropes. But I think that's one a lot. If you like superheroes, um, the main character is a kid who doesn't have a superpower and okay. he, he wants to become the world's greatest hero. Like there's like there's it's a super superhero based society. So like everything is about superheroes. There's a superhero ranking. There is like uh, it, it's it's crazy. Um, I would highly recommend it, especially if you want if you like the boys umbrella. Academy, like I said, boys umbrella Academy Avengers and it's on Hulu, I believe. And okay. that's one where the English dub, if you like listening, the English voice actors is not is actually pretty good. Okay, nice. And it's not a big yeah. time. It it does that kind of does sound like sky high when they like in the at the very beginning of the movie when they rank whether yes. or not someone is a hero or a sidekick. Yes, it is. And it's got a what is that guy's name? I can't Coach remember. Coach Boomer. Oh yeah. 
Bruce Scott, Campbell. I, I, I got to go back and watch Sky High. It's so good. It's. I think it's on. I, it has to be on Disney Plus. It has to be. Yeah, but Bruce Campbell as as Coach Boomer is amazing. Oh yeah. man, that, that also that movie has a good cast too. It's so good. But uh, yeah, My Hero Academia is one. Actually, I think you would really enjoy it. Um, because I know you love superheroes and it's mm-hmm. very comic book feeling. I mean, it's from a manga as well, but it's like true. It's actual superheroes. Um, nice. in the anime yeah. world. It's it's very good. And um, there's a lot. The the creator of My Hero Academia is a huge nerd. So he loves Star Wars. He loves uh, tons of things in Grand and Western culture as well. So there's like a lot of cool Easter eggs and influences, not just from Japan, but in the U.S. as well. That just had a movie come out in the past yes. year, right? Yep. Okay. I so that was the so first two- movie. That was the last movie I saw before Corona happened. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, yeah. yeah. So, so two of my my pretty good friends from from Nike, they are super into anime and they talk about anime all like a lot. And so, in fact, both of them have. I think it's from Naruto, like tattoos uh-huh. from Naruto on like on them which is cool nice uh but they i remember them talking about that and i'm just like i have no idea what's you have to honestly you have to watch it because it's 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 not like and it's not like insane anime it's very easy for for like an early anime viewer to get into because it's the story is super like friendly and mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool it's a lot of fun there's a lot of fun characters it's one i think you'll really enjoy it's it's one of my favorite ones and it's just it's super easy to watch and it's it's, it's a rewarding watch as well so, <clears throat> Eric, what what makes something anime as opposed to just animated? So I think that's a funny argument because I think you may be getting onto the point about is Avatar considered anime? That's a very yeah, hot topic, the hot topic debate. Okay, I asked. So I'm glad you brought up Avatar for that reason because I. So I was on the orientation staff when we were in college, our senior year. Right. And I remember I was talking to this this incoming freshman and I was like, well, like, what are you like? What are you into? And she goes, oh, I'm really into anime. And I was like, oh, yeah, like what? And she like, I don't even remember what she rattled off. Uh-huh. She rattled off stuff. And I was like, cool. I've seen like Dragon Ball Z and Avatar. And she goes, Avatar is not anime. And then she walked away. She <laughs> oh like walked gosh. away, had nothing. That she did not so want funny. anything to do with me. And I was like, have a good day. That is Thank funny. you. Good, call- well, good talk. I I don't know I I'm on both sides of this. It is a very hot debate. Though. That is actually a debate that people have on like yeah. the anime forums and Reddit is Avatar and anime. And I think if you go by like by the book, like Webster Dictionary mm-hmm. definition of anime, I think it is Japanese animation. Whereas Avatar, okay. it was animated by an American studio, Nickelodeon. But I think right. Avatar, it has. It obviously has the Asian influence, mm-hmm. so I can see both of that, both of those sides of the argument. I honestly was on the argument that I always mess with my brother about it because he's a big anime fan as well. That I'm like, dude, Avatar, like, yeah, it's like, what anime are you watching these days? I'm like, dude, I'm rewatching Avatar, and he's just like, dude, you're, you're such a joke. I'm like, dude, Avatar is a good anime, but uh, I yeah, I think I think that 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 definition is starting to get blurred, especially I think we're gonna see it with with the Star Wars mm-hmm. Disney as well. Um, the Star Wars Disney animation is it's it's I think it is considered anime. I think Avatar and Legend of Korra I think is a, is a form of anime. So um, I don't know if there's anything any by the book definition of it, but um, 
I think I think the majority your the most common definition and answer is it's animation coming out of Japan from a Japanese. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So so specifically from Japan. Right. But I think that can be that that definition can obviously bend for like things like Avatar and Legend of Yeah. Korea. Yeah, well, cuz like 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 you said Avatar specifically has so much and it's obvious it's it's mm. very influenced by you know eastern cultures and you can see that in the the various even in the various tribes right like like they all have their own their own like martial arts style and and very various different things that that are specific to eastern culture did you ever watch eastern cultures right exactly that that's a very good point about about that being influenced by the asian cultures and but that that's why what makes Avatar so good. It's from Nickelodeon. Like, mm-hmm. would you ever think Nickelodeon making a property like Avatar and it's still being relevant like twenty years later? It's uh, oh man, it is still relevant. It's so good. I man, I can't get. I, I like honestly, it has just aged so well. And I remember, you know, how big of a deal it was when it became it was available to stream on netflix oh, yeah, and everyone, everyone was, was into it and, and i had friends who were watching it for the first time who were like i i can't believe that this was a kid's show yeah because it's it's that's kind of the that's the beauty of of shows like that it just animation in general mm-hmm. is that often again if the story is done done right which we could say for live action as well but if it's done right and handled with care it can be an avenue to to so many different like things and and show so many different characters and the ways in which they respond to things and it can be for kids and also for adults like like the show is funny for kids and adults it's not it's not kitty it's not sugarcoating anything but it's also not like super graphic like obviously yes there's fighting in it but it's not super graphic that you wouldn't want maybe your 10 year old to not watch that. Right. Right, Exactly. Yeah. That that's a really good point about avatar is you can watch it as a kid and it's a great entertaining show to watch it. But as Mm -hmm. an adult, you relate to these characters, you pick up on the emotions that Mm -hmm. they're feeling. You pick up on different themes that you don't see as a child. So avatar is such, it's just such a great example of of a well-done animated story and, did you ever watch the live the live action one by M. No. Shyamalan did that? Yeah, no, I never watched it. So I remember <laughs> I remember I was at church camp and there was this guy who was a couple years I think he was a, I think he was 2 years older than me. Maybe he was only a year. Anyway, he he was a big nerd, like very clearly a nerd. Uh but he somehow that was started that that conversation of of the live action movie came out like came up in at the table and i was like oh has anyone seen that and he goes i saw it don't waste your time it was just very like shut it down i feel like i kind of watch want to watch it one of these days because i want to see what the hell m night Shyamalan did that yeah specifically what did m night Shyamalan do to that movie and story that made it so terrible I it's it's funny that we're talking about this because I was just talking about this at church on Sunday with um, 
one of the guys there and he he said that they just it the story was really rushed that they tried to fit every all three seasons oh, into one movie yeah. which that's what was the point thing. in that yeah. yep. that's tough so i don't know i maybe maybe that's something we should do like this that could be another layover <laughs> episode for us where we watch it and then oh, we talk about watch about, like like have a year uh have a year end uh episode on like crappy live action ones that we watched like death note um dragon ball evolution oh yeah i heard that was bad Tower will be bop when it comes i'm just kidding um <laughs> ghost in the shell ghost in the shell see ghost in the shell is crazy because that for some reason is actually one of the better ones um and that i think i mentioned it is shows the quality of the live adaptations is when mm-hmm. rupert murdoch i think directed that um I, I, it's it, I, I'm speechless to that. It's like one of the best live ad, adaptation movies. <laughs> Which but. I think we we talked about this in our last recording. I don't. Why did we talk about this in our last recording? I completely forgot why this came. I think we're uh, cow was were we talking about cowboy bebop. I th- yeah yes okay. yeah I think that's yeah. that's what brought it up. And so, but yeah, like I think you said it last time. Ghost in the Shell is is not necessarily a good live adaptation but it shows how bad all of them are if that's like one of the better ones right yeah exactly well i think i recommended like four things for you to watch but i think my highest recommendation knowing you i think you would really enjoy your name um okay because it's it's a love story but it's also a coming of age story and Man, I, would, I would i would recommend, i would recommend i would recommend going into it without watching any trailers or reading stories okay because that's what I, I yeah i don't I, know anything about it i just know that it's very it's highly acclaimed it's, it's high, and everyone loves it yeah it's 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 so good i've watched it that's one of my most watched movies it's is a okay. freaking lot uh coming of age romance movie who um, are you i don't know but it's so the animation i think you will really like enjoy the animation i won't hype it up for you too much more than i already have but that's one i would really recommend to you and of course yeah that was so i don't know i don't know if you remember if you remember when i told you and isaac that i was planning on doing this or i posted on facebook at the beginning of the year and had like everyone suggest these movies okay so that that was one of the movies that was on the list and i was really intrigued by it because one because of the person who suggested it and two like because i had seen it make its rounds on on social media so i was like okay clearly this this has to be somewhat significant if if i keep getting if i keep seeing it right like yeah you have to watch and then you we might have to do an episode on it it's there's so okay lots to discuss about that that movie and the the filmmaker makato shinkai he's just he's People will call him, and I hate when people do this, but people call him like this generation's Hal Miyazaki. Okay. He's that yeah, good. Yeah, I don't love that. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of that, but like when you compare it being compared to Hal Miyazaki, I, I feel like that is pretty good. It's uh, pretty so, high praise, I think. Yeah. So what else has he done? Did he do He's, Weathering with you? He did do Weathering with okay, you. Okay, I have that seen was, that one. Okay, so you have seen that. Yeah, so I you've seen, seen his one. animation style. It's yeah he's it's so beautiful. it's oh yeah it's it's, it's amazing it's beautiful right yeah yeah he he, yeah. he does it's this one is 
pretty different from weathering weathering with you is a little bit more fantastical and not to say that this one isn't yeah fantastical but weathering with you is a little bit more fantastical this your name is is more of a is a little bit more grounded um but it's the, that kind of animation his animation is is, is truly beautiful his art style mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it really is incredible and and something that i love about watching you know anime movies like that is you do get to at least for me i get to to see kind of this obviously this animated version of of japanese culture and seeing this whole other side of the world that i don't i don't understand like know anything about not that i don't understand it it's just i don't know anything about it right and i think it's it's beautiful that you know we get to have access to stuff like that where we get to see these different cultures that that we wouldn't otherwise be exposed to because we live in flyover country right so so the biggest city that we go to is like oklahoma city or or little rock right you know it's it's not these you know huge skyscraping buildings right and so so it's cool to see those movies and and where it is maybe even though weathering with you is a little fantastical like you said you still get to see kind of that culture and that idea yep so so yeah i'm glad you i'm glad you you watched weathering with you that yeah that one he he, that he directed that coming off of your name so the hype for that movie for weathering with you was was insane i i think i was a little bit let down by it just because i had watched that immediately after your name so i was uh, I had I, my expectation from your name were, were just I think everybody coming out of your name was just so blown away by it so he had a little bit unrealistic expectation to follow that one up but I think weathering with you is also still a very good story but your name is like the go-to his go-to movie and it I think it's like the number one movie in Japan it, it broke all these crazy records and like everywhere you go in Japan is like your name poster it's like in all the bookstores and it's it's like it's part of japanese culture for sure yeah as an anime movie. something i don't know you said posters and bookstores which made me think of this i feel like a lot of my exposure to any sort of anime anything was also <laughs> at hastings oh hastings so because they had is, had all that stuff yes they had so, all the the stuff for it i'm that's funny you mentioned hastings because my my grandpa he used to sit outside the hastings on saturday mornings on that big concrete wall where behind the Mm Chick-fil-A and he would sell his paintings to people. Like that was kind of how he made like money on the side uh, outside of his actual day job. He he was, how long did he do that? He did that for like pretty much all of my childhood growing up until like I was, he moved to Houston when I was like 11 or 12. So like all of my childhood, like he would just spend his Saturdays like selling selling his paintings um outside the hastings and we would have like the hastings was cool because they always would bring in like local authors and stuff Mm -hmm. to do book signings inside the store and he would do stuff like that um but and now yeah my my grandpa he's pretty cool he does he moved to houston because there's a bigger art scene there and a bigger vietnamese community so he he does a lot of exhibits there and he makes more uh, he makes more of a living down there in Houston, but it, it, Hastings was awesome. And 
yeah, that that's that was like the go-to spot for for nerds in Fort Smith. Yeah, I mean, nerds any anywhere there is a Hastings, there were nerds. Yeah, like, Hastings that's just was how it awesome. Worked, Such a good, which story. is one of the reasons why I loved it so much. Uh, because they had Hastings had everything, everything you could ever want. Because they had comic books, they had like regular books, they had video games, they had films, they had every CDs. It was oh, such a what a sight. Yes, I, I feel it. like half of my movie collection is from Hastings because their movie deals. They did used movies, which was hard yeah. to come, come by, and they were really good deals. So yeah. I I know I have this weird thing in my head. Like I can t- like I have like all these movies in my movie collection. I can tell you exactly what store I bought that movie from and the exact price I bought it bought it for. Which That's is really impressive. I don't know if that says anything, but. Um, <laughs> That's a little kind of trivia thing that I like to I like to do. Like, I'll I whip a movie off the shelf and like, oh yeah, I bought this at Hastings back in like two thousand six for like four dollars. Nice, um, I <laughs> I love that. Does this does it have the the little green sticker that says I like used, used or whatever? Yeah, I took those off, but yeah, I remember that. That's an iconic sticker and uh, yeah, it is kind of an nostalgic sticker. part of my childhood. My mom yeah. buying me all these movies and books uh, from Hastings. So God, so uh. Well, so we we talked a lot about, you know, Eastern animation, specifically Japanese animation. Do you have a favorite Western Mulan. animation style? Mulan. I love Mulan. Mulan is like my favorite Disney. Not just uh, probably my favorite. Okay. I think Mulan is probably my favorite anime Disney property. Then there's Kung Fu Panda as well. And I love Madagascar. Madagascar is classic. I love the penguins of Madagascar. They are the best. I love them so much. Skipper. Yeah, Skip. You got yes. Kowalski, Skipper. Oh my god, they're so good. I and the, they did a TV show that I've been meaning to watch. There's like a TV show. Oh yeah, the penguins of Madagascar show. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I love. I think Mulan is so so good, and I I love Mulan not just because it's animated because. Um, it's so different from the other Disney princess movies. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because she's yeah. like a princess that kicks ass. Yes. For her country. Yes. Yeah, and she, her intentions weren't. You could make this argument for other for like I think Belle, but her intentions weren't to you know get out of her situation necessarily, but to better her dad's situation and like it was very dangerous but very selfless and i love that it's like actually based on a true story and i also appreciate they didn't do this with with well i say this it it was probably it was the first disney princess of color Mm -hmm. right there wasn't the the rest of them were all white before that so We get our first princess of color. We get our first Asian princess. And all the actors were also Asian. Now, whether... Because it's set in in China. So I don't know if they're all Chinese, you know, Americans or or what. And I know the singing, the singing, that doesn't (sighs) really matter. But, like, it's so good. Like It's so good. I I think I... I uh, that and Incredibles were constantly on repeat in my childhood. Oh yeah, but Mulan had had a lot with shaping up 
me as a person growing up. So that's a movie that I, I hold very that's a movie that I hold very near and dear to my heart. Like yeah. I would say, there's a handful of movies that I would say that for, but Mulan is for sure one of them. Um that's why uh that's why a movie that's why the 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 live action one I never got to watch it. I heard it was is terrible, and I just don't. I don't want to ruin my childhood by watching a bad adaptation of a story that I that I love. Yeah, no, I get that. I don't. I don't know anyone off the top of my head who's seen it, and so like you know, you've seen the mixed reviews from like critics, and we've talked about this just to each other, but also I think on here of like like the live adaptation, the actor who plays Mulan in in the movie live out adaptation is like pro China in the sense yeah. of like, like who cares about f- like freeing anyone. Right. Or, it's you know, uh, like, a lot of controversy surrounding that. Yeah. Movie. So there's yeah. a lot of controversy surrounding not good controversy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's bad. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's one I love, but I actually, I did yeah. rewatch that the other day or the other month now but uh, whereas whereas the actor who voices mulan in the animated movie uh ming na wen who has hit the trifecta of disney of being a disney princess in a marvel because she was in oh. agents of shield and then also star wars like she's wow she's the go like, that. yeah that's a good little trivia bit there yeah I definitely have to she's, keep that one She's hit the trifecta, and it's really—I I mean, I don't know how many people have actually done that. Yeah. So, if anyone, and so she's she's just really cool, and I don't know. I follow her on on Instagram, and she just oh, seems like nice. a genuine, yeah, like a genuinely cool person. Uh, just kind of fascinating, and and she she like really at least from her social media posts, I realize this could be different in person. It seems like she like genuinely cares about her characters and you know she plays Finnick in or I think that's her character's name in Mandalorian. Um okay. And so she loves she loves it. She loves that she's a part of the Star Wars universe. I think she was able to voice that same character in the animated show The Bad Batch. Oh yeah. And I need to watch this. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard it's good. And so um I don't know. I just appreciate actors who like really care like care about those storylines um i don't know how much longer you want to keep going i do have another question for you if if you have time or if if you fire away fire away all right so so what do you think so we've seen in recent years where these these movies have come out and they have all kinds of star-studded casts but a lot of them aren't animated like they're not voice actors and they're some of them aren't even actors. Like there was that one, what was it called? It was it was about like a the Bonneville Snowman or something, but it was a kids' movie. Oh, and it had yeah, it had LeBron James in it, right? Like yeah. and I think Kim Kardashian was in it. Yeah. Who's actually been one. in a couple of animated movies. But my question to you is what do you think about about these really famous actors who are famous for not their voice acting right. but just live action the celebrities stuff. right yeah they're celebrities taking over not ta- not necessarily taking over but being cast in these roles that 
could go to voice actors. Yeah. Who, it's... Who that's literally their job is being a voice actor. Right. Yeah. If you have like a like a Kanye West and he might have well, actually Kanye West, his music video for Stronger was <laughs> was heavily influenced yeah. by Akira. Uh, so Kanye West might not be a good example. But like the Kim Kardashians. Um, yeah, I, it's it sucks to see that because them them getting these roles based on their like popularity because they're a studio is going to capitalize off of their name instead of giving it to someone that actually is going to work for. Yeah. Um, it sucks to see that. And yeah, that, I remember seeing the trailer for that, that movie you're just talking about. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Then, then you had mentioned the snowman. I was like, Oh yeah, the snowman. Well, cause it's got Zendaya in it. Yeah. And there's that, there was that video that went viral of the guy singing, singing uh, all the actors names. And yeah. he's like, and then Zendaya is Michi. Yeah. If I can't remember what the name of the movie is. I can't remember. Either. Was it called Abominable? Maybe it was called Abominable. I don't uh, know, but yeah, it, it sucks to it see that. But I don't know. It it, it sucks because like uh, it's it's just not the studios do, doesn't not have their heart in the right place, and um, they're just in it for the money. Which small foot, small it's foot, small foot. Yeah, that's there's a lot of those types of movies coming out nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because I think there was another movie that. Oh, there was another one. The Emoji that, Movie. The Emoji Movie. Yeah, another movie that had every actor ever in it. You know, what there was, was one? there was a movie called Abominable that did come out around the same time. It uh, has Chloe Bennett in it and Sarah Paulson. Okay, so and, actual people. Yeah, James James Hong is in it, who is a very oh. like the goat. Yep. Yep. Other was one. Oh, Sausage Party. That one was. Oh, I never very, saw it. that movie. Was very offensive, and that's saying a lot coming from me because I don't really yeah. don't know last time I got offended by anything. But that movie, I saw that with <laughs> saw that with someone who thought also thought was, I th- I uh, I would not expect expected him to thought it was funny because it was taking a lot of crazy shots at stuff that he supports, but he thought it was very funny. Um, the Sausage Party. That was. <laughs> A crazy animated movie. It's like it's Seth Rogen, James Franco. Right? Yeah, so of course it's going to be yeah. just. It's going to be right on the on par with that. But yeah, I think that kind of goes on the, not to deviate from the question, but highlighting again, once again, just because it's animated doesn't mean it's for kids. Yes. Just like, just like because it's a superhero doesn't mean it's for kids. Like. I both Deadpool movies I saw in theaters and there were children and I was oh just my like God. why did you bring your kid do you did you oh, not know anything about Deadpool I, I just I went to see Suicide Squad and there was like a six-year-old in the row in front of like dude and they oh. stayed the whole time so I was like damn this might be like the coolest dad of all time I guess but uh I don't know if I would coolest, even maybe me, most irresponsible yeah, but yeah, even coolest, me I mean I don't know how I would have felt like being as I'm, I'm terrible at guessing ages so the kid could have very well been like 13 i just said six but <laughs> um yeah suicide squad was pretty raunchy in some parts yeah for sure. yeah but, so uh, anyway going back to the question of actors celebrities versus voice actors so i yeah i was just curious what your thoughts were if you had yeah, any I, I think it's it's insane it, it sucks because you have these people that are very hard work and it, i guess this can go to like any any uh, type of role 
or like casting is when you have someone that that really has a passion for the stuff and it goes to like these these celebrities and star powers that are just in it for the money mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, yeah i mean we could i guess we could make that argument for like yeah if it's you know scarlett johansson does not need to be cast in an asian <laughs> role she's the greatest uh, asian actor of yeah. our time but she doesn't need to be in every single one of them right, right? her and uh jared leto is funny jared jared leto. Leto. <laughs> yeah i saw her yeah. funny reddit thread the other day it's like what movie or what actor do you just hate all their movies and i think jared leto was like one of the most upvoted responses there's another one Wow. Oh, Mark Wahlberg was up there. I was like, oh, come oh. on. Come on, not Mark. Um, but yeah, I think uh, so. We're coming up on like an hour and a half. So do you want to yeah. talk about anything else? Do you want to call it and we can have a part two after you've watched some more animated movies? Do you have any, yeah. any recommendations for me? Because I love watching animated movies. So as far as animated movies, I don't know off the top of my head. I'd have to, let me pull up my letterbox and see. Okay. I'm trying to think what, I imagine you've probably seen a lot of the same ones I've seen. I I have not seen any of the recent Pixar movies. Okay, like post, so have, you, have post, you seen Coco? I've not seen Coco. Have not seen Brave. Have not seen a lot of those ones actually. Like this new era okay, of Pixar, so I've not seen a lot of those. I suggest Coco. I think that that is just it's a really great movie. Have you seen Inside Out? Yes, I, I okay. I've loved Inside Out. So Coco is, do you know anything about that movie? I know there's a little dude playing the guitar. Okay. So it's set in Mexico and it's the day of the dead, which is a very significant day Mm -hmm. in, in Mexican culture. And so uh, what happens is that this little kid really wants to be a musician. He's like obsessed with becoming a musician, but his family, which is not the, the, it's uncommon for families to be like, no, you should not pursue a music career but they like won't even allow music to be played at all and he has no idea why well he ends up crossing over into the be like afterlife or whatever he doesn't die necessarily but he he like goes into the afterlife and so he sees all the like he he like learns why that is and all this stuff and so it's but it's it's really moving and like it's the animation is is just wonderful um okay. i loved it i think that that you would really like it you saw soul didn't you i did not see soul either oh you need to see soul yeah i, I think i think really the only pixar movie that i've seen from post 2010 is Inside Out and Toy Story 4. And Toy Story okay. 3, I guess, is post-2010 as well. I have not yeah. seen, like, Brave. Uh, even Finding Dory I haven't seen yet. Um, yeah, I, there's, like, so many I need to catch up on. Um, I had I did watch um, Raya and the Last Dragon the other night. Oh, was that good? I haven't seen that one. It was actually pretty good. Okay, I, I heard I that it was, it. it was good. Yeah, um. it was... Uh, it was it was a good one. Um, I might okay. actually watch it again because I actually did enjoy that. All right, um, I will. Yeah, I want to watch it. I haven't seen that one yet, but yeah, Coco is my big wreck. Um, I'm trying to look at like all of my films that I've seen or ones I've seen recently that you haven't seen. Um, 
but yeah, Coco was really good. I I'm not gonna recommend Frozen to you. I don't know if you would like it or not. I love <laughs> I, Frozen, and I, I thought it was. I have not seen Frozen. I have not seen that. I I know a lot of people who were like it was overhyped, but I think it was because it was just a really popular animated movie, and no one refused, like everyone refused to acknowledge any other okay. animated movie that came out that year. But it was really good, and I really liked it. Um, so take that for what it is. But. Yeah, I mean, I guess Coco will be my my big wreck for you. Um, As far as like shows go, if you haven't watched Bob's Burgers yet, I think that you would you would appreciate just kind of the sarcasm and the dry humor. Yeah, I've heard that is that it's very good. Have you seen BoJack Horseman? Is that good? I have seen it. It's it's one of those shows that you think like going into you think it's going to be funny, and it is, but it also is is because the character of bojack he i haven't finished it so i don't know how it ends but he is this has been celebrity he was on a really famous you know family sitcom and he is just kind of washed up and so he's dealing with his desire to be back in that like the the limelight and his own kind of demons and issues like he's he's an alcoholic and so so it it hits on a lot of those things that are that sometimes are are not hard to watch they're just not light topics so but i yeah i like bojack horseman it's kind of fantastical in the sense of like no one questions how or why the world exists with these animal animal and oh my gosh these uh animals just running around like humans uh-huh so um but i liked it it's good okay so right, yeah Oz burgers and coco i'll be sure to check those out and it looks like coco is streaming on disney plus on disney plus have you seen up yes i've seen I okay seen i was up. like if you haven't seen I've up seen you need up. to watch up up is wonderful yeah so Okay, well, we've got our recs, and we'll do our homework, and then we'll come back at some point for, for part two. All right, awesome. Well, we found, I'm glad we finally recorded this after it feels like a very long time of saying we were. We've been talking about this. this for forever. So great, so, great yeah. discussion, um, great movie recommendations um, and TV shows. I felt like I have some homework I need to do, Coco. Oh, yeah, me too. And um, Bob's Burgers. I've heard so much about Bob's Burgers, so I think it's about I, time I, I do watch that. I, I genuinely love it. And every time I talk about it, I have to like say this, like my brother showed me Bob's Burgers before anyone else was on the Bob's Burgers train. Like okay. he was the OG fan. It's and very at first popular, I was like, right? It is really popular. Okay. And at first I was like, this feels kind of lame. And it wasn't until like two, two or three years later that I, I actually got into it. And Isaac's actually the one who kind of got me into it. And so... I got to say, my brother was the first one to ever talk about it. And the first season, it's almost kind of like The Office and Parks and Rec, where the first season is like, uh, yeah. I think, not not that it's bad. It's I don't a think pilot. The first season it's isn't bad. Season. It's a pilot. But the pilot, looking back and like going through it and watching it and then going back, the pilot is probably one of my favorite episodes now. Oh, okay. Nice. So now at first I was like, this feels weird. I am so confused. 
Yeah. But I think it's because it's the first time I'm entering that world. And now, okay. now well, I'm really into it. That, that's so funny because a very common anime trope is sometimes it will take 30 episodes for an anime to get good. So that is, that does not sound too daunting okay. to me because okay. I have watched like hundreds of episodes of a certain series before it even got watchable. So, okay. Um, okay. Well, all right. Good stuff. And uh, I, think this is going to be coming out sometime soon whenever uh, <laughs> isaac wants to post it for us so, uh, <laughs> hopefully I, he'll post it soon yeah sooner and, uh, rather than later i hope y'all the listeners enjoy this if y'all have any anime recommendations for us we're always open to that or anything y'all want to hear us talk about in general just over on our layover series we're open to that as well so you know where to find us olivia any last words no thanks for listening yeah hit us up on our social media accounts uh i believe our instagram is at flyover film country and our twitter is at flyover film co co so or just i mean i feel like most people who listen to this are people we actually know so you can also just text us so yep yeah all All right right. we'll catch y'all later and uh see you on the next episode all right bye